Hey, welcome into TCAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Tracewell. This podcast, we talk about sports events, topics, and players. Come follow our Facebook and Instagram page. Facebook is TCAM's Sports Podcast, and the Instagram page is TCAM underscore sports underscore podcast. Shows will be posted when they go live, and even some bonus episodes will be posted during the week. Normal episodes are posted Fridays at 5. Comment your thoughts on the shows. Leave some topics you would like for me to discuss on the show. Thank you for tuning in. Now on to the episode. Today, this episode is going to be a little different. I'm going to settle a conversation that happened on the Will Smith episode, part two, LeBron versus Jordan. Who is the greatest of all time? Now, we talk about different greats in, different, in all different types of sports. Right now, it's Tom Brady, Mahomes. We talk about Messi and Ronaldo in the FIFA world. But this has to be the greatest debate ever. We have two generational talents, two guys who are unstoppable in their primes, who have changed the game forever. But not only that, have changed fans forever. What I mean by that is, as fans, we can get down with who's the greatest ever. We normally can decide a lot of time by championships or by the way that we've seen them in that era, who they are. The difference is, the greatness of LeBron James, in my own opinion, has changed that. And the fact that he has swung a lot of people's minds and to making people believe he is the best in the world, but he's not. Michael Jordan is the greatest to ever play the game of basketball. Michael Jordan is a six-time NBA champion. From 91 to 93, from 96 to 98, he's a six-time finals MVP, a five-time NBA most valuable player, a 14-time All-Star, a three-time All-Star MVP, a 10-time all-NBA first team, but is one of his biggest accomplishments in the NBA alone. He is a nine-time all-defensive first team. From 1988 to 1993 and to 1996 to 1998, he is also the NBA's Rookie of the Year in 1985. Jordan played some of the most competitive teams ever. He played Bird and Parrish, Kevin McHale, when they were in their primes, he played Magic Johnson, James Worthy. He also played with James Worthy in college at North Carolina. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He played the Pistons with Bill Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Chuck Daly is the head coach, one of the best head coaches to ever coach the game, and he doesn't get recognized enough, I think. Michael Jordan played in a physical game of basketball. Where in today's game, if I touch you, it's a foul. But that's a conversation for another day on how the game has turned soft. So let's talk about LeBron James for a second. What has LeBron James accomplished? And he is still playing, but what has he accomplished in his career? He's a four-time NBA champion in 2012, 2013, 2016, and 2020. He's a four-time NBA Finals MVP. He's a four-time NBA Most Valuable Player. A 19-time All-Star a three-time All-Star game MVP. He, though, is a five, 
time NBA All-Defensive First Team player. He also won the Rookie of the Year in 2004. These accomplishments between these both guys are unbelievable. So why do I say Jordan is better than LeBron? Let's look at LeBron and what he's faced. So LeBron James comes into the, into the game of basketball for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he looks unstoppable. Throughout high school and throughout his career, he looks like this unstoppable force, the next guy that's going to take over the world. LeBron James plays great throughout his time in Cleveland. Takes a team with nobody on it to the NBA Finals. So let's take a look at that first year that he went to the NBA Finals. He played the Washington Wizards in the first round. He beat them 4 nothing. He beat the New Jersey Nets in the second round 4-2. to And in the conference finals, he played the Detroit Pistons, who Detroit had won just a couple years earlier against Kobe and Shaq. He beat them 4-2. to In that series, he averaged 25.7 points per game, 9.2 rebounds, and 8.5 assists in six games. That is unbelievable for his age at that time. LeBron James didn't, then goes on loses 4-0 to the San Antonio Spurs with Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. A great unstoppable force that has already been playing great basketball by that time and already had won championships together. LeBron doesn't do so well after that. You know, he still competes. They still make playoffs. In 2010, he gets tired of facing Boston every single year. That big three with Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. You could call it a big four. And Rajon Rondo, they lost the NBA Finals that year against Kobe Bryant. But they had been playing in two finals in the last three years. They've, they've been playing great basketball. And LeBron James had enough. So what's LeBron James decide to do? Originally, it was going to be going to Chicago with Dwayne Wade and Derrick Rose. But instead, LeBron James goes to South Beach, where he joins up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They're an ultra-talented team. People say this is the first big three. I would say this is the, this is the first time a big three of free agent players got together and joined a team. The first big three, though, no. I mean, you got to think about it. Look at the past. Like, teams setting up a big three, we could say, like GMs. So then you had Jordan, Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. You had Magic, James Worthy, and Kareem. You had some great teams in those eras that were definitely set up. You had even that Boston Celtics team that LeBron James played was Rajon Rondo, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett. Some people say it's a big four. Some people say it's a big three. Either way, a GM set that up. This was the first time we had seen three players really join forces together on their own teams. And it, it looked like for a minute when they first got there that they were going to win multiple, multiple, multiple titles. I'm talking about four or five titles. Like nobody had ever stopped them. The first year, they played good. They made the NBA Finals. LeBron James was a shell of himself. I do believe that was Dwayne Wade's fault. LeBron didn't really want to take over the team or be recognized as the best player in the world because it was Dwayne Wade's team. Dwayne Wade already won an NBA championship in Miami. But in reality, they lose that finals. Dirk Nowitzki and them, they weren't better than Miami. Then they go back-to-back. They beat the Oklahoma City Thunder and the San Antonio Spurs in 2012 and 2013. And in 2014... He loses to the San Antonio Spurs. 
So then let's continue on. He goes back to Cleveland. Everybody knows it goes back to four straight NBA titles. Wins one out of four. Should have won two out of four due to injury in 2015 to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Didn't get to win that. In my opinion, they should have won that. And in 2017, 2018, nobody's going to beat that team. That was one of the best teams that was ever assembled. With Steve Kerr, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Draymond Green. Everybody knows the deal. So then he goes to L.A. They don't go the first year. Then they get Anthony Davis. And then everybody knows they go on and win it. LeBron James has been to 10 NBA Finals. He's won four, lost six. To me, I wouldn't count some of those. But it is what it is at the end of the day. Michael Jordan. Now let's get into Michael a little bit. Michael faced harder competition than LeBron James did. LeBron James going to the finals in the East, a lot of teams couldn't beat him because he had a big three. I'm not talking about the early years in 07. It's up to 07. I'm talking about Miami and Cleveland. I'm talking about Cleveland in 2015 and beyond. So a lot of those teams didn't have the competition to beat LeBron James. Giannis wasn't old enough yet. He was still he was still young. Then you had Carmelo Anthony in New York who never could win. So a lot of these teams that he played were just organized basketball teams. They just didn't have the talent to get over the hump. So let's talk about Michael. Michael had to play hard competition every single year. Cleveland was good in the time. They had Mark Price, Brad Dontry. They had Larry Nance. They had a really good team. He had to play them. What about the bad boy Pistons? What about Reggie Miller and the Indiana Pacers? What about Patrick Ewing? What about Shaq when he was in Orlando? You got Larry Bird in Boston. I mean, just so much talent. Everywhere you go, Michael has to play somebody difficult. But in 91, he plays Magic Johnson, James Worthy. James Worthy was the best player for the Lakers in that series. Magic goes down with a hamstring injury. They obviously get over the hump, and they win. Then the second year, they played Clyde Drexler and the Portland Trailblazers. Clyde Drexler and that team were, were just, they were nowhere, nowhere good as Michael and Scotty and Horace Grant were at the time. Michael just tore him alive, man. He just, he just snatched his heart. Michael was there to win. And then in 93, you got Charles Barkley. Barkley, MVP, had a great season. Took Phoenix to the finals, and Michael just dominated. The only reason Charles Barkley doesn't have a championship is because of Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan wasn't in that finals, Charles Barkley has a championship. He's an NBA champion. Then Michael's dad passes away, and Michael decides to take take some time off. Play baseball, because that's what his dad wanted. His dad was a big baseball guy, and Michael was a big baseball guy himself. So Michael decided to play baseball. He's gone two years. The Houston Rockets win back-to-back championships. Then Michael gets back. Well, Michael got back previously before, but when when Houston won their championships, but just wasn't ready yet. So Michael gets back, goes to three straight with Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and him again. Phil Jackson is his head coach. Phil Jackson's a legend. Michael plays... Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, and the Utah Jazz with John Stockton and Carl Malone. LeBron James has played great competition in the NBA Finals. Yes, people want to say the Golden State Warriors are the greatest team ever assembled. 
And people say Michael Jordan didn't play the greatest team ever assembled. Michael Jordan didn't play the greatest team ever assembled because Michael Jordan was on the greatest team ever assembled. He was the catapult of the greatest team ever assembled. The greatest team that has ever played in the NBA is the 95 and 96 Chicago Bulls. It's not even close. 72 and 10. Dominated the league. Michael Jordan had just got back from baseball. And Michael Jordan was playing the best basketball anybody had ever seen. The Bulls beat everybody down. Now you can see when it got up to about 97, 98, it was, it was struggling. Michael was having a little harder time. But, I mean, it wasn't the exact same team. But, man, that 95 team, that was, that was the best team. And I never got to watch it. I've seen highlights. I've seen you know, the last dance. I've seen it all and heard the stories. But what a team. The difference between Michael and LeBron is Michael's a killer. Michael wants to take it. Michael wants to go get it. He's the guy in the moment you're going to want to get the championship, to take it from your heart. The Utah Jazz had two years back-to-back to try to beat Michael, and they couldn't do it. Michael hits the most iconic game-winning shot with the flu, and he just looks clutch. Carl Malone, officially now the third most all-time scorer in NBA history, John Stockton, one of the best passers in NBA history. What can Michael do more? Michael is better than LeBron. And I'm not, I'm not disregarding LeBron's career. I'm not disregarding what he's done. Yes, the guy's done crazy things. Yes, he's played good competition, but not the caliber Jordan did. LeBron couldn't beat Bird. LeBron couldn't beat Bad Boy Pistons in 89 and 90. He couldn't have beat that team. Yes, he beat a good Pistons in 07, but he couldn't have beat that team. The Bad Boy Pistons created a rule book called the Jordan Rules. Five guys to stop one. And this was before Scottie Pippen was in his prime. This is before Dennis Rodman. This is before Horace Grant was a big key piece of that team. This was Michael against them. Have we ever heard anybody say there's a book about LeBron on how to guard LeBron James? No. We have talked about players today saying LeBron's the best in the world. But Jordan put fear of God into people. LeBron doesn't scare anybody. People were calling Michael Jordan black Jesus. Like, there's no name. Yes, we call LeBron the king, but there is nobody fearing LeBron James like they feared Michael. And these players back then were so great. Why would they need to fear anybody? They were great... They were so great that half the guys today don't even compare to them guys. You had people that were just scared of this guy. LeBron has never put fear into people. Yes, LeBron, they know how threatful he is. They know how great of a player he is and what he can do. But they also know he's not a killer. He's not going to take the last shot. He's not going to be the guy in the moment to go get it. He's going to help make his team better and rely on his team to get it done. Michael didn't need to do that. There was only one instance in an NBA Finals that Michael did that. Michael let Steve Kerr take the last shot in one Finals, but because he knew it would work. Any other time, Michael was taking the ball. Kobe Bryant's the same way. Kobe Bryant was was one of the only guys in Michael's prime who wasn't scared of him. Kobe was a killer. 
Now, people say, why does Kobe not get recognized enough in this conversation? Because Kobe was the replica of Michael Jordan. He had Michael's moves. He did everything Michael did. Kobe would call Michael at 3 o'clock in the morning wanting advice on something, on how to do something, or certain moves and this and that. Kobe replicated a lot of his game from Michael, and that's the only reason, in my own opinion, that Kobe's not in this conversation. Michael was the best player on his team in every championship game. Kobe Bryant wasn't. LeBron James, he was. But in moments, he was saved. Like two of LeBron's finals were saved by his teammates. Ray Allen saved one of them. Kyrie Irving saved the other. Now LeBron James did play out of his mind, and we're not going to discredit that ever. But we're going to discredit that in that moment, in every moment that that comes, that you have to be the closer of the game. Michael Jordan did that. Like I said, in one big moment, Steve Kerr did it. But in Michael's last biggest moment, he did that. He closed it on the flu. And by the way, Michael Jordan didn't miss games. So we're going to talk about that conversation. LeBron James, he misses games, not as extensively as like Kyrie and Kawhi, but he does miss games in his career. He does shut down for seasons. Michael never did that. Michael and Kobe, a lot of the old players, they played because it was for the fans. They knew why. They knew the fans showed up to see them play. And yes, there'll be this conversation for years to come. Now if LeBron wins five, if he wins one more title, this conversation gets a little bit closer. Because of Le- LeBron's longevity and how many appearances he has in the NBA Finals. We always want to have this conversation of who's better than Michael when there's nobody better than Michael. Michael should be the logo of the NBA. Michael is astonishing. And people don't want to hear it. I know. People want to hear LeBron is the best. They want change. I get that. There will be some players someday maybe that will pass Michael Jordan. And pass LeBron James. But right now, I don't say the six I don't ever say that the championships make a difference. The moment during those championships make the difference. Michael is six and zero in the NBA Finals, and LeBron is four and six. That doesn't make a difference to me. If we're going to talk about championships, Bill Russell's the best player that ever lived. Bill Russell won eleven titles. I don't want to hear it. I know it was a different game, but if we're talking about the best player who ever lived, just on championships, Bill Russell's won that. There's no conversation there. Phil Jackson's won the best coach ever. He's won eleven championships. Like nobody wants to hear it. If you're going to talk about championships, I'm talking about moments, the era they played in. What they both achieved. And Michael Jordan has four more all-defensive first teams. Michael Jordan has one more MVP than LeBron James. LeBron James was a scoring champion. An NBA scoring champion for one season. And that was in 2008. Michael Jordan was the NBA scoring champion for ten times. 1987 to 1993, 1996 to 1998. There is no comparison there. Michael Jordan dominated the game unlike people have ever seen. 
Yes, Lebr LeBron James will go down as the second greatest player to have lived. That is not a that is not a critic against his career. To go down as a top five player should be beloved. People should beloved this guy because he's a top five player. Heck, he's a top three player. He is the second best player that's ever played the game. But he's not better than the one. And he won't be. To me, even if he wins the fifth championship, it doesn't make a difference. Yes, his longevity, but it doesn't make a difference. Michael Jordan won this. He won this conversation a long time ago. And for now, there is no change. There won't be a change. Michael's the best to ever do it. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode. I know it was a little different debate between the two between the two best players that ever played basketball. But it was a fun one. Definitely a fun one. Maybe we'll do this with Messi and Ronaldo, Brady and Mahomes, or some other sport that you guys want to hear. I'll definitely get into it and talk about it. We'll see you guys later.